This Rashi, this Sicha is a Rashi Sicha, focusing on the principle of Rashi, that when Rashi quotes words from the Pasuk, they are relevant to the Pirush that Rashi is bringing, either to explain to us what is bothering Rashi, or to help us understand Rashi's commentary. This week's Parsha, we have the Parsha's Hamoyadois, the Yomim Tevim. It begins with a Pasik Vaidaber, Hashem al Moishalemer, Dabral Bna Yisrael, Moyade Hashem, these are the Moyadim. Then when it starts, it says Sheshas Yamim Tiyasa Malacha. Six days a week you should do Malacha. Uvayemashvi Shabas Shabosin Mikra Kaidash Kamalacha Lesaswa and Shabbos you should do Minu Malacha. And then the Torah continues with all of the Mayadis. So Rashi quotes the word Sheshas Yamim, six days, and says, What is the connection between Shabbos and the Yamim Tevim? Shabbos is something that happens every week automatically. Yomim Toivim is uh, designated by the Bezdin each month to figure out which day it's going to be. But the fact that they come together in the same parsha teaches us that whoever desecrates the Yomim Toivim, it's as if he can desecrate a Shabbos. And if someone keeps, observes the Yomim Toivim, it's as if he observed Shabbos. So the question is, if the discussion here is about Shabbos and its comparison to the Mayadis, to the Yomim Toivim, why does Rashi quote the words Sheshes Yomim, not Uvayim Ashvi Shabbos? Now we may want to suggest that sometimes Rashi just quotes the beginning of a Pasuk, tell, implying to us that he's going to discuss the Pasuk, even though he doesn't include in his Dibara Maschil all of the words of the Pasuk that are relevant to the Pirush. For example, in Parshas Tetzava, he says, Ve'osu And Yashi says, I'm going to speak about all the details of the Ephod, just to make it easier for you to understand it. Although he only quotes the words, the beginning of the Pasuk, Ve'osu and not all the individual details about the Ephod. But we can't give that answer, because... That only works if Rashi also includes in those first few words something that relates to his pirush. For example, v'asu is a ephod, and then he speaks about the ephod. He doesn't just say v'asu. But in this case, he says sheishas yamim, and seemingly doesn't talk about sheishas yamim. He only talks about Shabbos. So we can't say that he's be- quoting the beginning of the Pasik because he has to at least mention something that's related to the pirush that he's going to give. Another question that we have on Rashi is why Rashi begins with whoever desecrates the Yom He should have started with a positive. First he should have said uh, whoever observes the Yom and then says whoever desecrates the Yom Now one might suggest that the reason Rashi does this is because the Teres does it in that order. But first of all, the Teres is not on this Pasuk. The Teres is saying this in general. Rashi is bringing this to explain this specific Pasuk. And this Pasik is speaking about keeping Yom, these Psukim are speaking about keeping Yamtiv. Additionally, Rashi doesn't always quote the Medrash or the Medrashim verbatim. Rashi fits it in to fit in with the Pasik. And as we mentioned, since this Pasik is talking about the keeping, the observing of Yamtiv, it should have started with Kalamakayim as Hamayadis. So the explanation is as follows. We were going into this thinking that what's bothering Rashi is the same thing that bothers the Teras Kehenim. Why is Shabbos included in the Mayadis? But the truth of the matter is, is that that is not such a big question. Because, for two reasons. Number one, 
the Yom, Shabbos can be called a Yom Mayud. It's a designated day. It's different than the other days of the week. So even though it's not Ashatikru, Aysam, B'mayadam, it's not designated by Bezdin, but it could still be considered Mayud. And even though, and even, and the second point is even if you want to say that it should not be considered as part of the Mayadim, but nevertheless, it's still relevant to mention Shabbos here to underscore the distinction. First of all, the Shabbos is not dependent on Bezdin, and Yom Tiv is. And second of all, the Shabbos is called Shabbos Shabbosin because Melechas Eichel Nefesh, food, food preparation work, is not, for, is not permitted on Shabbos, and it is permitted on Yom Tiv. So the Rashi is not bothered by the, by the juxtaposition of Shabbos and Yom Tiv. What's perplexing Rashi is why does the Pasuk even need to say the words Sheshaz Yom Tehosim Malacha, six days a week you should work. In Parshas Yisroi by Laseris Adibris when Shabbos is mentioned, so we have to say six days a week you should work, first of all, because yeah, if you're telling me to not work on Shabbos, my question is going to be how am I going to make a living? The answer is you can work six days a week. Also, in the Aseris Adibris we're comparing this to Hashem who worked on six days creating the world and then rested on Shabbos. Additionally, Rashi brings over there that from the Pasuk Shesosham Tavid we learn that when Shabbos comes, it should be in your mind as if all your work is done. Call Malach Asuya. So, therefore, there's a specific limud from Shesos Yamim in Parshas Yisrael in the Aseris Adibris. But over here in Parshas Emmer, where the prim- primary discussion here is about Yom Tiv, and the only reason he's mentioning Shabbos is Derech Agav, is mentioning as an aside. So why do we have to mention the six days a week? And Nashi is answering this question by bringing up this discussion about the juxtaposition of Shabbos and Mayodos. Meaning to say, when Rashi, Rashi explains that when it says the word Sheshas, not shisha, but sheshes, it's referring to a unit of time, a concept, an idea, not just a number of days. Sheshes yomim is telling us that Hashem made a, specific, a specifically designated time in which malacha is, for, is permitted. Any other time, malacha is forbidden. So it could be a Shabbos, it could be a Yantif. If it doesn't fit into the sheshes yomim when Hashem said malacha is permitted, then automatically malacha is not permitted. So now we understand the connection between Shabbos and Yantif. Now we understand why we're learning from this. Whoever desecrates the Yantif, it's as if he desecrated the Shabbos. Because the, the, the Medrash is telling us, and now she's telling us, that Shabbos and Yantif are equal in the fact that they are both not, they're both not part of the permitted, permissible time when Malacha is okay. So this is why this is why Rashi mentions Sheshes Yamim because what's bothering him is why does it say Sheshes Yamim and the answer is th- that that it says Sheshes Yamim to tell us why Shabbos and Yom Tov are, are similar that they're not included in Sheshes Yamim and why doesn't he say Avigaymer because Rashi wants to isolate the Sheshes Yamim from Uvayim Ashvi Shabbos he wants to underscore this detail of the six days of the week are meaning to say the Permissible time is one concept, and the prohibited time is another concept, and the two shall not meet. Now, why doesn't he say Tayasa Malacha? Number one, because we are focusing here on the Isser Malacha, meaning to say, because the six days of the week is when it's permissible, but on Shabbos and Yom Tov it's not. So we, we don't want to focus on the permissibility of Malacha. We want to focus on the prohibition of Malacha. Or we can say that he doesn't say because like we said earlier, by saying Sheshes Yamim, he begins the Pasik and implying to us that he's going to discuss the whole Pasik. This also explains to us why Rashi begins with Kalam Achalil Esa Shabbos, not Kalam Akayim. 
Because since the comparison of Shabbos and Yom Tov is being learned with regard from Sheshes Yomim, which means to say that the primary limud here is like we said just a moment ago, is with regards to desecrating Yom Tov, that you can't desecrate Yom Tov just like you can't desecrate Shabbos because they're both not included in, she, in, the, in the concept of Sheshes Yomim. Therefore Rashi begins with Kalam Achalel because that's the main limud that's being learned from Sheshes Yomim. Once you know the negative, you also know the positive, that whoever observes Yantiv, it's as if he observed Shabbos. The Yena Shalteira, the deeper element of Rashi here is as follows. Our sages tell us that Sheshes Yom Tavid is actually a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah for a person, and it's a, it, it is a part of serving Hashem, is to work in the six days of the week, to make a vessel, a receptacle in, within nature, to receive the bracha of Hashem. But we have to realize that the whole idea of working in this world is only from the perspective of the guf. The guf is in this world, and therefore it needs to follow the rules of the world and work. But the neshama is above this world. The neshama is not concealed by the guf. And therefore the neshama is in the presence of Hashem. In the presence of Hashem, you can't do anything. Any type of work, any type of even signaling with a finger is considered treason. When the, from the perspective of the neshama, there is no work whatsoever. We're above work. And therefore, Hashem gave us two time periods. There's the six days of week where the guf does its part and it does its work. And then there's the time of Shabbos or Yontiv when the neshama shines and then the neshama does not do any work. And then we don't do any work. But ultimately, the purpose is that the neshama should impact the guf, that even in the guf times, the guf should rise above its own limitations, rise above work. And ultimately, the neshama will take the guf out of Golos, literally with the coming of Mashiach.